0: To Doing great with Vicky Fox That's me On today's show We're going to have a very special guest I'm actually uh, honored And I am joyful upon this day To meet this human being no. <laughs> Here we go if you, Wherever you are If you're in a car If you're in your bedroom Whatever it is Clap along and welcome The one and only Joel King Bullet.
1: Hello. I love you barely hit any of the consonants in my name. You just slide it. Jokey no, Boozer no,
0: no. <laughs> I like when I when I announce We're folks, off to a great start. I like to um feel like I did back in the clubs when I was drunk anyway, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just mush it all together. Also,
1: I loved it. No, I loved it. In fact, I'm changing my name, my legal pronunciation to whatever that was. <laughs> um, it was incredible. <laughs> Um, So I'm going. I'm going. (gasps) Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I listen. This is going. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to anybody today. So this is. See. (laughs)
0: Now I want to tell the people that I was a little late on today, so I'm apologizing in public because I finally got a hair up my ass to do like some deep cleaning, which you know during quarantine I have said fuck it to a lot of things. Just fuck that, fuck that too. But today I woke up, drank me a little Red Bull. It wasn't a Red Bull. It was a rock star. And I felt my oats, girl. I had the praise worship music on. I was really in it. Mm. <laughs> sat down to take a break and was like, oh shit, I was supposed to be working. So here I am. Here we are. Are you doing great, sir? Are you good on today? Um-
1: No, no, I'm not doing great, Vicky. I'm on a downward slope more and more every day. Um, on into oblivion. But (laughs) I'm so thankful to be here. I am. I'm so thankful to do a podcast. Um gets me up off my couch, gets me think it makes me feel like I've done something. It's stimulating. Already I'm more stimulated today than I have been in days. Yes. In days, (laughs) hours. Now
0: I I personally love my couch. As well, and we have a very close, almost symbiotic relationship. Are you a binge watcher? I would like to know what you're binging, just because I'm curious right now.
1: Um, I am. I, you know what? I, I have a really love-hate relationship with my couch. I can't. I don't have enough to do productive. Like, I don't have enough productive work to do to keep me away from my couch right now, and that's a big problem. Um, because I can't. I have a real mental block about watching television before five p.m. <sighs> Like, I can't, I wish I could be the kind of person who could sit and binge all day, but I can't. I'm not. It's just tough. But what I am watching is Pen15 and The Boys. Those are the two shows that I'm, like, getting into right now.
0: Pen15. Okay, first of all, I am flabbergasted because I and my other friends, the one Miss Mayhem Miller, we tend to set alarms to wake ourselves up to continue the series we are watching. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i will wake up to get to the couch i'm like oh this is gonna be fun this because
1: we should trade lives i would love to be deep cleaning something right now i would love to be deep cleaning instead of watching american ninja warrior sobbing sob sob, sob sobbing on my couch watching american Ninja. okay warrior. but
0: hold on first of all we have to go back and talk about how awkward pen 15 is like i have flashbacks yes. from when i watch
1: that show <laughs> It is crazy. I mean, because I'm guessing we're around the same age and like they are speaking directly to our middle school days in such a visceral way that it's hard. It's honestly hard to watch. I can't I can't binge it. I can't watch more than three episodes in a row because I feel a tingle in the back of my skull that just like makes me just flashes me back to the worst moments of my life. Oh, and I just can't do it. And yet I can't get enough of the show either. It's every time people yeah. talk about pen 15, you have to remind people that you like the show because every time I talk about it, I start off and it sounds like I hate it. Cause I'm like, right. Oh God, it just reminds me of the worst times of my life. It makes me feel secondhand embarrassment. Like no other. It makes me feel, it like transports me into my 12 year old body when I was the most embarrassing version of myself. 100.
0: And, oh my God. Like I feel and I love I, it. I like relive the cringe as I'm watching it. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> But I kind of, it's cathartic because I can go, okay, I'm not that anymore, but I can still watch this yeah. show.
1: Ooh, isn't it? Aren't you grateful? Aren't you so grateful to not, to be old? Hello. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be old. I'm so grateful to be old. I really, really same. am. Like my 30s have been the best decade so far. I mean, this year notwithstanding, but I would rather live through this year as a 32-year-old than live through a non-pandemic year as a 14-year-old. Or even quite honestly, as a 24-year-old. Let's be same, real. My, same.
0: I mean, yeah. as my, I'm 36, boo, and I'm not mad because at 36, I'm like, oh, I can do the at-home thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can, this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> I was excited. See, I try I to balance it out stage. because I will stay glued to the couch. And then I'm like, okay, I kind of put myself on like punishment or give myself chores. Like I can
1: go watch TV for as long as I want if I do this today. That's smart. That's smart. You know what I tried to do and was really working for me in the beginning of the pandemic? The first like couple of months of the pandemic was every day I did four hours. I did one hour of creative work. I did one hour of like admin work, paying bills, whatever the fuck you need. That means to you one hour of housework and one hour of reading and then I could do whatever the fuck I want. I could sit in front of my PlayStation. I could watch TV and that for some reason like it's not a lot. It's not a lot of time. No, Four hours is not a lot of time. I was still spending more time doing nothing. (laughs) Doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) But it felt like it felt like just enough time doing like productive, being productive that I felt I don't know like I I bought myself that nothing right. Time,
0: you feel, you feel like bit. you earned it, <laughs>
1: yes. And now I can't even sit for I, God asked me to read for an hour. Ask me, I won't be able to Mm-mm, do it. That's why I like shoot me in the goddamn. Head. I like
0: those books on tape. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm regressing. I feel like my brain is shrinking. I'm getting dumber. I'm getting less articulate. I can't read. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm watching like I'm laughing 'cause literally thank God there's there's never ending streams of RuPaul's drag race on yes. because other I don't know what I would do if there I'm not I don't know what I'm gonna do when Holland is over. I watched that fucking dog shit Vegas show Did too. Did you? Oh my god and, like, <laughs> now so terrible. six episodes of just like two storylines oh god here's the thing have you the seen COVID the vegas it show it
0: I, I can talk shit have you seen the vegas show
1: i haven't i've only seen the clips um from this the vh1 you know reality show okay well let me exp- talk some I, shit
0: i'm going to talk some shit so <laughs> once upon a time right before like literally right before all of this the world stopped I was in Vegas living my full best life, and we went one night. We saw Cher. No, hold on. Was that the order? Yeah, I think it was Cher the first night, and I ended up sitting front row for Cher. And then Cher looks just like Cher. And then the second show on Saturday night, we saw Mariah Carey, and I was seven rows back. Yeah. 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 I got my entire life. I was doing the choreography with the background singers. Like I was living. And
1: and how much did Mariah look like Mariah from Seven? Oh,
0: she looks just like Mariah too. She even sounds okay. like Mariah.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, see, that's even more. Yeah, shocking. Hello.
0: And then um, and then on Sunday night, we went to see the RuPaul's Drag Race live in Vegas show. A hard ticket to get. Hmm. And. <laughs> And well, um, I had to leave halfway through. No. I was feeling a kind of way. Now it's not it has not, nothing to do with the girls and nothing to do with the actual show. I just I think I went and watched shows in the wrong order. Like if we had watched that first and then mm. Cher and Mariah, I think I would have been okay. Like I think I would have enjoyed it.
1: You know what I think about and I again, I haven't seen it, so I'm gonna I'm speaking completely out my asshole right mm-hmm. now um, about this experience, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But like, I feel like that show is on the other side of Drag Race in in such a by such a wide gap. Like, there's real drag, and then in the middle there's Drag Race, mm-hmm. and now on the other side of the spectrum, on the other side of Drag Race, is this like Vegas show that is not really close to real drag it like that you're like and by real drag I mean like drag you're seeing in a bar that is like lo-fi and like you know people are creating their looks and these mega mixes and and whatever and like it is a little bit of an art show where uh, instead of just songs by RuPaul right 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 no this is exactly for not for fans of drag but for fans of drag right it's exactly and listen you hit the Nail on the
0: head, like that's exactly what it is. I remember this is before I knew the show was coming out. Like this is so I saw the live show before I knew there was going to be a quote unquote reality show, and <laughs> and I was watching this going, this just feels like a giant commercial for RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> and I said, which is great because give these bitches all their money, but I gotta go.
1: <laughs> yeah, for some reason I just I don't want to see drag queens. Lip sync to original songs. Right. Like give me a drag queen that's recontextualizing like some Dolly Parton song mega mixed with a, you know, wife swap episode. Like, give me right. that. And you I, know, need like I need some with sound bites from a TikTok. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I need all of that in there. I need some hair whips. I need some Alyssa Edwards on some shit.
1: Yes. Yes. I need to see a little bit of desperation behind your eyes. Right. Too. I need to, I need right, to see. I it. need
0: to know that you're not going to pay the rent if, unless I give you a tip. Like, that's how I feel. A, a dollar, <laughs> yeah.
1: A dollar can make, or I need to see the kind of desperation that's like a dollar can make and break your night. Right. Tonight. Like,
0: yes. The thing we used to tell people when we were hosting shows, like, "Thank you, this will get me a McChicken." Like, it actually did get me my, my meal
1: for the <laughs> evening. And it's, I guess, it's like the shitty thing about all kinds of art is that, like, once you're once you're stable, like, there, I'm so glad those girls are making like stable Vegas money and are able to pay their bills and like maybe put a, w- a little bit aside for retirement even, right. you know? Because I do, I do worry about the drag queens. I wonder what will happen to some Fame. of you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but like there is something, even like, I, I think it happens with stand-up too. It's like the best standup you see is in the back of a bar for in a show that you didn't pay. And then you watch someone's like fifth hour on Netflix and you're like, oh, you have nothing to fucking talk about anymore right? because you're so comfortable and you've just like lost it. That'll happen to me. I mean <laughs> that'll happen to me. I know there's a gonna come point gonna be a point in my career where I'm too comfortable. Right. See rich to be <laughs> to have anything to say about normal Thing life. Is, it happens, I mean, that's the that's the hope.
0: But it happens to everyone. Like every yeah. artist, even all kinds of singers and stuff, like what are you rappers, what are you really rapping about now? Like yeah. you, you have a home now. <laughs> yeah. you, you're not on a come up anymore. You got it. You have so. a family. Yeah. I mean, a great example of that was uh, our friend, Miss Ellen. Yeah. Miss Ellen. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of stuck on words cause I don't want to talk shit, but at the same time, like she was doing great and well, then I got think- caught up to her. So there you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really did. And like, did you, I don't know. Did you see her latest, her Netflix special? No, ma'am. Tell me about it. It's nothing. It's just nothing. It's like I don't need like it's 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 so like about nothing and not in a good way. Not in a like sort of dada like you know, like she's making something out of nothing. It's just a lot of like aimless stories and not a lot of punchlines. I don't know. It's just like she doesn't she lives in a fucking compound. She's married to Portia De Rossi. What does she have to say to Me, you know, like, I don't know. I'm sure there are people who enjoyed it. In fact, I sat next to a very nice table pre-pandemic of white girls who were raving about how funny it was. So obviously there's she's still hitting a note for some people. But it just like to me seems like what have you got? Right. What have you got to say? I personally
0: will always be fond of the days. Where Ellen talked for twenty minutes about the popcorn hand—the hand you use to eat popcorn—is yes. the same hand you yes. use for a toilet paper roll.
1: <laughs> that to me was peak <sighs> Ellen, and I'm she. She was so funny, so funny, and, deserved everything that she got until she didn't. You know. Well, I mean, it
0: it catches up to everybody, but I feel like okay, so like if we're gonna internalize this, because I don't I don't like to talk shit unless I'm gonna talk shit about myself. I feel like if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, that can happen because you get caught up in buying your own hype.
1: Yeah, that is. I mean, that is the problem with so many people like is you just get high on your own supply and you you get just you you have too many people. There are too many people who are gassing you up and just not enough people like I, I still go to fucking bar shows and open mics. Cause it keeps me right. (laughs) You know, it reminds me that I am not all that, you know, like it really does uh, remind me of where I came from and why I continue to do it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. And I, you know, love to love to read all the negative YouTube comments because, again, it just reminds me that like as many followers as I may get on fucking Twitter or Instagram or whatever, there's a thousands th- uh, to the nth degree more people who hate me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am I am not allowed to look on Reddit ever again because <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was some. Reddit's been pretty kind to me. I will say I'm an avid Reddit user and like Reddit has been pretty good to me um, there. But I, I also don't think I have a wide enough appeal to have like got, been on Reddit enough, uh, been the, dis- the point of discussion on Reddit right? enough yet. So I think like that is... That's you know knock on wood. Hopefully, I'll always stay under the radar. Well, I'm and just
0: gonna say that I hope that it's never as salacious as the stuff they used to say about me because that was wild. I'm not gonna go there.
1: What kind? Of, what kind of shit did they say?
0: Well, I mean, we were wild back in the day, and <laughs> <laughs> and there was a story that went around that I had drugged w- Willem.
1: <gasps> oh yeah, no, I have heard this story. I've heard it on his podcast. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that, it's not exactly what happened. Um, no, I, you know. We were living a life. I, and, I kind of figured, yeah.
0: And I I had said many times, like, you would be so much more fun if you just took these pills. <laughs> and I would be like, I'm just going to put it in your water. You're not even going to notice, but you're going to have a good time. Like, I used to say that shit. And then one night, somebody told a story, and because, you know, drunk. We were living our lives. And the story got... <laughs> exaggerated to the fact that like oh yes it actually happened when in reality it did not (laughs) wow so you
1: know well i'm not getting in the middle of that shit (laughs) i'm not no comment you either did or didn't do it and that is as much as i will say (laughs) right
0: i either did or i didn't (laughs) and whether or not i did or i didn't i don't even know if i necessarily remember so i apologize to willem Period. Because I was like, listen, we was living some lives, and I know that I was in my feelings a bunch. So, <laughs> I'm sorry now. wuff
1: <laughs> I can't believe. I. You know, it's funny is that I've it's I've known or like heard versions of this story so many different places, <laughs> and I didn't. And this is the. And it, and now I have. And now we're meeting. And I'm like, oh, this is who you are. Uh, <laughs> Like, JK, JK. I'm, I'm pretty sure You're so much more than that You're a podcast host now, now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also Okay So the point Did they tell you what we do on this show? Because I'm going to tell you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to read your cards On these playing cards And okay. we're going to find a little bit about you Find out a little bit about you And you know Talk some stuff Because Okay It's that. very interesting They're just playing cards But I read them like tarot cards Oh great <laughs> And I tell the people <laughs> Very scientific. that I do it this way because, like, it doesn't have the images of death or the hanged man or like. Mm, and I appreciate that right now. especially. Yeah, nobody's in that place. Like, <laughs> we don't need mm-hmm. that. We don't need that at all. I also, because I do these um, off the podcast, I do them privately for folks. And I always say a little prayer before we do it. And it's really simple. It's not even that much of a prayer. It just is a shift. So when I do it and I say. I request the most benevolent outcome. That's it. That's nice. And you're just asking. asking. You can't get it if you don't ask. That's what I'm saying. And (laughs) very often, many of us, like when when you're in the thick of it and you don't know what to do, you just have to go. I have no idea what the outcome is, but I'm going to request a good one or the most benevolent. I have no idea how I'm going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) But I know there, there has to be another option. So I put her out there.
1: Oh, no, you froze. Oh, no, oh. there you are. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think I I just think I was silent for more than five seconds, and you were like, what the fuck no, is I don't, happening? I don't not trust technology, technology
0: because <laughs> around me, things start happening. Like, GPS does not work for me. Really? You know, well, do you use Waze? I feel like I shouldn't talk about actual companies, but...
1: Uh, I, yeah, no, I use Waze and Google Maps and all of that. that I mean, you sound like every ant in America right now by saying that this widely used program does not work for you. But <laughs> Here's I love the thing, it. It, I love, it actually really works, but sometimes it works a little too well, and I don't
0: appreciate it. Like, Miss Waze will have me go upside a building just to turn right to be back where I was.
1: Yeah, no. Waze, I actually do think is... Um, like an early version of an AI trying to kill me because it will constantly ask me to make unmarked left turns like like it'll constantly just like no light, and I'm like, Waze, I'm not making a left turn, and on the in this intersection, this busy ass intersection, you are trying to kill right. me.
0: And I and I do appreciate on the Google, the, how you say the Google Maps. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is, I believe, how they're saying. I it didn't know day. if there was extra words in there, um, because I am from Jersey and we cut <laughs> shit out all the time, so I need to make sure <laughs> I'm paying attention. But on the Google Maps. It will tell you, please get in the right lane. Please
1: get in the left lane. Yes. You're going to have to turn. Yes, it cares about right. you. Right, ways. It really does. As it's stealing all of your information, it is. <laughs> it knows enough about me to know that I need that ki- that level of instruction. Okay,
0: but okay. before we get into these cards, because I like to talk about all kinds of stuff. And I tell the people, aliens, UFOs, conspiracy theories, I'm mm-hmm. about it all. Like, okay. let's talk about it. Like, I don't want to get into, like, the furthest right wing stuff as possible but i do like to talk about stuff
1: let's leave QAnon at the door because that
0: shit gets very dark and very crazy and i don't mean crazy like dismissive like crazy i can't handle it Um, Mm and what was i saying but i want to get back to this ai stuff because it's starting to be very strange like very strange my phone shouldn't know this much about me it should not think for me yet
1: I embrace it. I embrace it. So I like, I'm still at the point of embracing it where I, I like that when I go onto Instagram, everything that I've mentioned that day is advertised to me. Oh like, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like that my phone is like my best. My phone is my best friend. I don't trust anything like I trust my iPhone. Okay, My iPhone would never hurt me. My iPhone would never use this information against me in a nefarious way. <laughs> of course it is. Of course, of course it absolutely it is. But the thing is, is I'm right now it's helping me shop. Right. So mean, I'm, I'm embracing it. There is it. that
0: side. I do like to be catered to, but I don't, don't mm-hmm. think ahead like that. <laughs> I'm not there
1: yet, y'all. <laughs> can,
0: can we slow down? Woo.
1: I got my work. I was I I was in a writer's room, and for Christmas, Amazon sent us all Amazon Echoes, and I was like, "Well, this is this seems a little shady. You're just sending us surveillance equipment See? to put in our homes right. that we didn't ask for." Um, and it, it wasn't even an Amazon show. We were I was it was a Netflix show I was writing on, and Amazon sent these Echoes, and it was like, "Oh, you just want to spy on us to get ideas." Right. You just want to poach Netflix ideas for Amazon so Prime. Why am I working?
0: <laughs> yeah. But also, okay, so before, because I'm, I'm going to get to these cards, I swear. But so this idea of constant surveillance, right? This like everything we do is monitored somehow. There's cameras on yeah. the streets. There's your phone. This one that I'm looking into right now, like everything can record us at all the time, basically. And I'm kind of uncomfortable with that. However, I also have to balance that out. With the idea that, like, if I believe in a God or in, like, a creator something, they're supposed to be apparently seeing me all the time, too. So, like, am I supposed to care about one and not the other? Am I being watched all the time? Well, Vicky,
1: I think, like, yes, if God is watching you, your creator is watching you, but, like, presumably he has the best intentions for you. You don't know who's on the other side of the the Amazon Echo. I mean, like... Jeff Bezos, but we know that Jeff Bezos doesn't have our best, you know, outcomes in in mind for us. Like he, he only cares about his bottom line. So I think there's a difference there. And, you know, I think it's easy to opt out. It's easier to opt out of believing in God than it is to opt out of Jeff Bezos spying (laughs) on your every move (laughs) or it's getting, it's actually getting harder and harder. Right. To opt out of that because like we're just, I mean, I'm carrying around a little surveillance piece of surveillance equipment in my phone. This is what I'm saying. You know, every, every digital footprint that I have across the web, like it knows, like I don't, you know, I don't always love that. Like I'm being advertised. Like I don't love that my computer knows I'm gay, right. you know, I'm out to everyone, but like they don't need to. My computer doesn't need to constantly be advertising me like gay resorts because right. uh, <laughs> that it just feels like a it trap. 100%. You know?
0: Also, you know you know what? I'm going to have to pause that there because this I feel like this is a rabbit hole I could really get into. But I'm going <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so wild to me. Okay. So let's get into these cards. I mean, we I feel like we're going to okay. come back to that. Let's get into these cards. So I'm going to shuffle it one more time because I've been shuffling as we're talking. And then okay. I will have you cut the deck. And then we're going to lay it on out and go through it and see what happens. How about that? Okay. okay. So as I shuffle this one time, if you want to think about, like – A situation that could use some clarity or you have a question, that kind of stuff. I can't promise that they will answer your question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can promise that they're going to talk about some stuff that might help you. Well, usually it's to take your power back and then navigate moving forward. Okay. I mean, it's kind of wild. Okay. Okay. One more time. Here we go. Now, if you could please tell me when to stop and that's where I'll cut the deck like that. Stop. Boom. Cat. Okay, great. you are going to lay it on down. Lay it on down. Hey-o. yo, right. This is going to be fun because you've apparently had a lot of moments in your life. So <laughs> oh, these are moments because if they were, I'll explain it as I go along. Okay. Also, I don't really deal with negative stuff. So like if something feels a little heavy, it's just because I'm supposed to talk about it and heal it and move on. I'm not supposed to. Okay, And if we have a moment, because look, when I do this for the people at home, they tend, there is a chance that we might get emotional. And we're not going to do that on this unless it happens. But like, that's not the purpose,
1: (laughs) but it does happen. But, uh, but yeah, you can't run from it. I welcome it. I welcome whatever this becomes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Dang, I got to pick some of these leaves on this uh, plant. I saw them.
1: No, I think it's beautiful. I I think it's a lovely color story.
0: <laughs> they're, they're, I guess it's fall, huh? That's okay. Okay, let's talk about you because that's what this is supposed to be about. So okay. the first chord is the card of the energy that you have brought to this conversation. It's like Ooh. you're driving force at the moment. <laughs> Let me just sit up. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, it is... The Five of Clubs. I know it means nothing to you, okay. so I'll explain it. The Clubs is creativity and action. And the Five means a disturbance. So this is saying that basically, well, I mean, not a disturbance as in like the ominous kind of disturbance. Disturbance is no, like, i like
1: exactly shifting
0: it. it up and shaking it up and like refocusing kind of a thing in what you do, how you do it, and why. Does yeah. this make sense?
1: That absolutely makes sense. And it's very prescient to what I'm experiencing right now in my hey, life. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I feel like a lot of us have had to, oh, excuse me. There's a siren. Um, uh, oh, they come. Oh, you. my ride to here. Got to go. Uh, <laughs> it's like everything we used to do is changing mm-hmm. on like a daily basis. And for me, yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around it on a daily basis, but that's why I go to the couch and just sat down. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that is exactly where I'm sort of at right now I've been struggling the last several months I would say since like April or May even um, with creativity and you know what I do writing jokes is so like it revolves around my lived life experience of like my day to day it's like what I'm seeing what I'm observing while I'm standing in line at Chipotle you know and then (laughs) like suddenly something comes to me I've written so many good jokes being in, in the middle of a fucking circuit party you know (laughs) like just like when i'm disassociated enough to really like let my creative juices fly i I can't tell you how many jokes that are like some of my best jokes that are currently in my act right now started out as like me high on molly and ketamine whispering it into the ear of some faggot who does not care to know a joke at that right (laughs) like isn't it funny that this happens when we do this, and they'll be like, "What, Listen, no, This
0: whole podcast started out with me off my rocker at like seven a m reading somebody's playing cards on the table in the middle of a beer punk, so like I fully understand,
1: yeah. And so having all of those, literally having all the small things from being in line at Chipotle to all the big things, like just being at, you know, parties has like really blunted my ability to really think about the world. Like I'm, I'm processing the world in such a narrow way now through like, just like sitting at home and observing on Twitter and watching TV and, you know, at the beginning reading that like, I feel so hobbled creatively. And it's, and it's really sad. Like I just like the few times that I have been able to do stand up, you know, it's weird. I haven't really been able to write that many jokes about the virus either. Like, I feel like I see so many comedians who are like, who have all of these interesting takes on like what life is now. And I'm so depressed that I don't have anything to say about it, except that I'm sad about it. And that's it. And I feel <laughs> like I don't mean
0: to laugh at your sadness. that's not
1: that's not how I that's not how I, I fucking process the world. Normally, I process everything through the lens of comedy. And for some reason, it's gone. It's left me. I'm going to come out the other side of this with like nothing, you know, nothing created. And that's really a struggle. Listen, for me.
0: I just told a friend today. It's one of my favorite sentences that I have ever heard from a teacher ever. And right after I say this, we're going to take a very quick break and come back and talk about some more <laughs> stuff. So, this sentence is <laughs> even if, hold on, if you're not doing something, then you're still doing nothing right. We'll be right back.
1: <laughs> 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 Whew,
0: we're doing great. Name of the podcast. I really should have started reading your cards a lot sooner, but I was just enjoying talking to you. (laughs) It's great. No, I'm having a blast. Let's get back into it, shall we? Yes, let's, let's, let's. Okay, so we started off with um, your creativity, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and why. Having a shift, having a disturbance, being shaken up. And even, I would even say that you're trying to shake it up. Like if what was working before No longer works. You're trying to reassess it. And Mm -hmm. this next card is actually the immediate challenge when it comes to that. And it's, hold on, the 10 of hearts, just so you can see her. Mm -hmm. She's cute, right? right? We love a heart. Mm -hmm. We love a heart in this house. I do. So the hearts are about emotions, feelings, relationships, emotional intelligence, and awareness. The 10 is completion. I look at the 10 like a decision point to basically stop the cycle. You go, okay, this is the way things used to be. This is how things used to work. We're going to close that whole book. That's all done. And we're going to write a new book, knowing what we know. But it's that decision point. So I would say. interesting. Hmm? I said interesting. It's kind of wild. I would say it's kind of like harvesting your crop from what you used to do and then. Nourishing yourself and then replanting the seeds that you'll need.
1: Yeah, I mean that definitely resonates too because you know it is—it's hard out here for sluts right now. You know, for careful sluts (laughs) who are trying to be as responsible as possible. (laughs) Like I—I've been saying this. I miss having sex with people I don't trust. You know, like I just like I miss that ability to like go over to someone's place and hide my wallet you know like i I just i miss questioning
0: whether or not that air mattress is gonna hold me
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and now it's like if you want to hook up it's like when was you when were you tested last like who are you hanging out with are you being careful Blah, blah 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 and it is like so exhausting and so like in the way that i manifest like relationships as mu- as far as these you can call them relationships like it's completely changed it's completely been disrupted and um it's it's all different 100% now. and i have never thought more and more i've never thought more about being in a relationship than i am right now like i hit my 30s and i was like no i don't want to be i want to be single for the next 5 years same you know and now i'm like in this place where i'm like uh, maybe I should try and learn the skill of developing an intimate relationship with just one other person. And I, nah. I don't know. It's, it seems like bad timing, bad just timing nah. all around. Cool. Listen, yeah. I'm just trying to
0: develop an intimate relationship with myself. Like that's all I have time for mm. right now. And it's clearly a lot. Cause I'm a lot. <laughs> like I, I need to sort my own shit out. Like that fun stuff has had its moment. I know I'm going to have a whole phase again because I live like a whole life like I fully support the whole life so we just mm-hmm. taking a pause on that we are going to come back to it
1: <laughs> we going I love to hear you, that just a pause on the whole life that's It's just a me. pause cuz sometimes you got to recharge yeah. your whole <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you, you got you got to put it back on the stand and let that whole recharge and then you can bring it back out that's that's how I feel about it
1: Yeah you know what I'm excited to go I'm excited to head back out there at 100% instead of you know when you just charge your phone up to like Oh, it's at 20% and you leave the house and you're like, hopefully that'll do. Hopefully that'll do. You know, I'm I'm excited to not be at hopefully that'll do emotional capacity as a hoe, you know?
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. I also have a saying about that. So if I only have 40% and you would like me to give 100%, if I give 100% of 40%, that's still 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my one hundred percent. So yeah. that's how I feel. But I would like to give one hundred percent of one hundred percent now.
1: Yeah. Oh, what would that feel? I,
0: like? I don't know. I but I, I, this is why I say I'm a lot. So I have to sit down because I do know it's going to be much.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's.
0: We gonna get back to these cards. Let's talk about you some more. So in order to know where we're going, we should look at where we've been sometimes. And okay, for you, the next two cards will be in your past. And they are like confirmation, validation that this conversation is happening. So usually it's, you'll know exactly what it is. It'll sound vague from me, but you'll know what it's about. So (laughs) I'm already giggling because this is, we're talking about relationships and things. This is kind of about that. So in the distant past, I usually tell folks three to four years ago, this was a moment in your life, like a realization moment or like, okay, this is what we're working with. You have here the queen of hearts. We love a queen. Okay. We stand a queen.
1: Yeah, I love a queen. The hearts,
0: again, emotions, feelings, relationships. The queen of hearts is very emotional, very Oof. empathetic. And Oof. also there's the realization of dependency. And it's kind of like, <laughs> when I say dependency, I mean, you're like emotional dependency. Like it's my yeah. feelings actually are caught up in somebody else's or like, Many others that it, there is a balance there that needs to happen where it gives and takes, yeah, does this yeah. make sense around three or four years ago?
1: it does it does it really does it like hits me in like it's such a visceral spot. It's like watching Pen fifteen, <laughs> honestly, because yes. I like three or four years ago was like the last time I felt like close to in love with someone. And it was really quick, but it was really intense. And I really humiliated myself in a lot of different ways. Like, so three or four years ago, I was like seeing this guy and it was very casual and he was young. Mm -hmm. You know, I was... Um, I was pushing thirty at that point, right. and he was, you know, fresh out of college, and so it was not good. It wasn't like a, a big a, an age gap that's creepy, but it's an age gap where you're just like in two different places. One hundred percent. Where where that same age gap, you know, now probably wouldn't matter as much, but it did then. And I just remember, like, oh, it was so crazy. Like we, he literally told me on our third date that he did not want to be in a relationship, and I said of course not. And in my head, I was like, I can, I can figure this out. I can, un, you know, I can change his right. mind. I just have to stick around long enough. And I, and this, and he told me that, and I, our third date, I should tell you. So I didn't at the time watch drag race, but I got a job. It was going to be my first televised stand-up gig for logo opening for Bob or excuse me, opening for Bianca. Delbrero. Yes in Aspen at Aspen Gay Ski Week. And I told this guy, we had just been on a couple dates and I was like, I don't really know who Bianca Del Rio is, but they tell me that like this is a pretty big right. deal. And he was like, well, you absolutely have to watch her season before you go and do this yes. gig. Like it would be so offensive if you showed up there and we were like, who are you? <laughs> and so we binge watched season six together. I become now addicted to drag race like many other people. Um, and I go to Aspen and then there's a huge snowstorm That hits the East Coast um, at the time. And all the flights are canceled going into New York. And I had a date scheduled with this Mm -hmm. guy. And I said, I got to get back for this date. No idea. I I literally now four or five years later could not tell you why I thought it was so important. Why we couldn't just postpone the date. (laughs) Why I couldn't have just like chilled in Aspen for a few more days. But what I did is I had them fly me to Pittsburgh, which was as far east as I could get. And then I rented a car in Pittsburgh and drove through this blizzard into New York, got into New York, drove like literally like 14 hours straight, got into New York the day of the day, called him and was like, hey, are we still on? Do you still want to hang today? And he was like, can we do tomorrow instead? Because I'm uh, I forgot that we are having a date. And I and no, man. And he I don't even I don't think he knows. That that's what I did to get back for a third date. But then we ended up having our third date, and it and that was the date that he was like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I was like, I just literally I drove all night <laughs> but, to
0: get to but you. But see, here's the thing. What I'm hearing is you did everything you could. This is not your fault.
1: Okay. That- you're really enabling like me being a thirsty, thirsty. But sometimes you got to do that shit.
0: You have to show that you're committed. And if you go balls to the wall, if if it's if it's not reciprocated, then bye.
1: But you did yeah. all of that, and it wasn't you did the most. It wasn't, and I was the most, and I was too much, and that was ultimately why I think he like sensed it and and moved away. And like we've sensed, we're friends now, but it took a while, and it and it definitely was like um like. It was it was tough because I had really convinced myself I was in love. Yeah, and, that happened. And oh boy, was it! In hindsight, I'm looking back on it and I'm like, "What? I don't think I was." But um, it's just so embarrassing. It's so <laughs> embarrassing to be in love. It's yes. so embarrassing to think you're in love. Yes. The things you do when you think you're in love are so retroactively embarrassing, and you just can't con- you can't stop yourself in At the all. moment.
0: Mm-mm. Listen, I I don't know if I've talked about it on this show, but I once upon a time had a very good, um, how do I say this, tryst sexual affair with a man Mm. who was then in prison. And it it was just a lot. And I convinced myself because it was very good. (laughs) It was very good. And I convinced myself that that's what love was because it was very good. Now, I have since learned better. (laughs) No, fucks with them no more. (laughs) But at the time, it all seemed like I gotta make this work. I need to send him money. No girl, no girl, you're doing too much, and they got themselves arrested and they're on heroin. So you might want to calm down, <laughs> Oof. take a little breather, and grab a snack because that's not for you. So now we're here today.
1: <clears throat> Shall we talk on a podcast? On a together. podcast? On today? We, we made did, it. We did something. I, I survived. I survived a 23 year old, and you survived a convict.
0: <laughs> <so>. Several. <laughs> 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 Several. Um, I kind of have a type, I guess. So in the recent past, let's talk about that because we do have to get through these cards eventually. Um, In the recent past, that'll be six months ago up until today. And we need to acknowledge all the huge scale world events that are happening that affect all of our lives. But as there is the macro scale, there is also the micro scale. And these do tend to be Mm -hmm. about actual personal day-to-day things. You have over here the eight of spa days. Miss Eight of Spades. This is very interesting. This is kind of like if you felt, well, let me tell you what it means. The eight is movement, and the spades are thinking and communication. So, this would say like there was a realization that either you were stuck and you figured out how to flow, or you realized, like, oh, I actually can communicate in this way, or I can express myself like this much more freely. Does this make sense?
1: Interesting. Yeah, this is the first one that I'm like having a little trouble because recent past is pandemic, babe. right? And so, like, <laughs> we, to hear you say something about like communication. Now, I will say, like, I was thriving at the beginning of the pandemic because I had no idea it would last this long. I re- I, I was really stupid about, and I I truly feel like part of me hoped for it to happen because I was touring so much. I was gone like three weekends out of the month, and I remember saying like in February. Mm-hmm. Being like, God, I wish I could just like stay home for a couple of months right. and not do anything. And then <laughs> lockdown happened and I was like, oh, this is great. And I and I was so hyper productive. I was like, you know, I'm bipolar. I'm pretty sure I had a manic episode at the beginning Hello. of it because I was I did. <laughs> deep cleaning. I was productive. I was like yep. uh, like doing I you know, I, I I got so much creative work done. That was so fulfilling at the at the beginning. So it's like six mm-hmm. months ago, I guess. Um, it's when I started my like f- four hour four hour chunk where I was yep. like Marco Poloing people, communicating, Facetiming, Zooming. Yes. I mean, I guess that could be like if you want to talk about learning how to communicate in different ways, we can talk about fucking Zoom. I'm a, I was on Zoom bouncing around like a whore on those Zoom parties <laughs> at the beginning of pandemic. <laughs> I'm so like proud. Like everybody else, I loved it. I'm yeah. so proud. I
0: have been having meetings and rehearsals for stuff over Zoom, and it has it has like it's really done my head in. But I mean, you got to keep going, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to push through. That's the that's what that's what people keep telling me. Anyways, I don't know if I believe it.
0: I mean, I'm, just I be- look, I don't know what I believe either because I was gonna say like you got to keep going because otherwise. What are you doing? But sometimes you do need to stop moving for a minute and let everything catch up. Yeah. So there's like both sides to that. I did. And now I'm ready to, to move again. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next card is actually how to get out of the past and into the present.
1: Okay, love it.
0: And it's the six of spa days. Okay, so when it comes me. to thinking and communication, the six is harmony. So that's also like, am I thinking and saying like things that are harmonious with each other okay. or am i like creating disharmony or dissonance which is not always pleasant no. so the focus would be yeah i, would, I was going to say because sometimes if it's upside down you got to like go after it but this is more of like realize where there is harmony in the way okay. that you're expressing yourself and that's how you can pull yourself through it
1: i wonder about that because like i i i don't have a lot i this honestly, this conversation is the most harmonious I felt, even recording my own podcast, even going on podcasts. Like, this week has mm. been a big shift. I also added, <laughs> I added a, I, I started a different um, antidepressant um, okay. recently. And so, and I've been feeling the effects of that in the way that I'm communicating and the way that, like, I am able to express myself. Cause I, I, part of it, part of what was affecting me and the part of the reason we, we shifted my regimen is because I was feeling so blocked up communicatively and I I couldn't, I couldn't like I was trapped in my head. What I was offering was I just didn't feel like I was, I was saying like I haven't felt funny or or anything like that. And I'm slowly starting through not it hasn't been completely fixed, but I think I've just gone easier on myself and sort of took a step back from expecting myself to be operating at the same level that I was pre-pandemic and right. allowing myself to be slower and to be, and just sitting with the silence in, in my own creative spaces in my head a little bit more and just accepting it and not fighting it so much.
0: Yes. Now I just, cause I would like to talk and relate about this is that as someone, I was only ever diagnosed with clinical depression in my life, but I swear I have some bipolar two tendencies and there's something. That it's a happens. spectrum,
1: girl. It's a spectrum. It's all a spectrum. <laughs> absolutely.
0: There's something that happens when those intrusive thoughts come upon you that you mm-hmm. get so used to fighting them that sitting still feels like you're doing something wrong. Yes, because like yes. you feel like you're, you feel like you're supposed to be fighting that too. So you like yes. don't know when to fight yourself and when to allow yourself like forgiveness, and it's really strange and. There's something in there that I feel like everybody can relate to a little bit, mm-hmm. even if you haven't been diagnosed with some shit. And I, I can tell you that I feel like that is something that fighting your own thoughts and then not knowing when to not fight them. Like there's something that happens like when I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. Am I though? Like it, it just yeah. like creeps.
1: It zips right in the back. And it's some, I mean, and we're just, we're alone with ourselves now. So there's no, there's no escape. There is right. no party. There is no stand up show. There is no like walking through the airport. You know, it is just, you are alone with yourself. And so you are confronted with those thoughts right. so much more. And, you know, I mean, I haven't like, had, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's, I'm, I was just going to say like, that's why I don't even, I don't feel any shame about like getting sort of the chemical help that I need right now because I'm just, oh, no, like, get it, girl. I'm alone. I needed, I need, I needed something and who knows like what I'll be on or doing to take care of myself when the pandemic ends. Cause I might, my needs might change because I won't be alone, yes. you know, for the large majority of my day and time. So it is just, it's a tough thing to navigate.
0: Listen, sometimes I firmly believe that like self-evaluation and like, not from a critical standpoint, from like just a factual standpoint, like what's actually going on in my day and then evaluating that with a professional, like taking stock, and then adjusting accordingly, that is fucking healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People that be going to the gym, y'all count your motherfucking gains. I'm going to count my mental health gains so everybody yeah. can back the hell up because I need to. <laughs>
1: Absolutely,
0: That's how I feel about that. Let's get to these cards and how we're moving forward because the next card is actually, I call it the Law of Attraction card. And it is what you've worked on, the things you've sent out, the hopes you've sent out. This is what's coming down the line next. I think she's great because it's also kind of what we were just talking about. It is the three of spa days. Now this, when it comes to thinking and communication, the three means connection. So your focus will be connection when it comes to like, am I saying and thinking the same thing? Mm. Like, is that connected? And am I connected in my communication and expression with others? So I think that's, a great way to move forward. And I also kind of think that's what you were just saying. Yeah. Is that I needed to like do this and do that just to get right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I'm here for it.
0: I'm very, very here for it. So, look, let's talk about the factors that are affecting your situation. So, okay. we have external factors and internal <laughs> factors. We I have what the factors. external factors could be. <laughs> right. We have factors outside of our control and factors within our control. Let's start with the internal factors within our control you have over here the king of diamonds
1: yes two of my favorite
0: things does kings and diamonds and she is also upside down so we're going to talk about that in a second but the king of diamonds is self-made business owner uh encouraging enjoying the fruits of your labor and jolly this is you have an opportunity to like really go after these qualities that you see for yourself
1: that, I mean, self-made, that I I feel so hard, you know? Like, I haven't taken a dime from my parents since I was 17 years old. I hey. made it here, you know, paid off my debts, like, got through some shit. And, like, I am, like, fe- January, February, the, that was, like, I felt like the fuck like fucking it. I felt like everything was coming up me. I was getting ready to, you know, film some huge projects, like, Make some waves I felt You know I just finished Paying off my student loans I felt like I had fucking made it And that's how I feel And I feel like I've lost that a little bit Like through the panic Of this pandemic And not knowing Like what the future Is going to be like And Completely. so I need to Tap into that A little bit more I need to be My king Well this is just saying shit. The
0: opportunity is there Like this yeah. is not This isn't like This is your superpower Your thing Your superpower would be That you know how to do this So just lean into that Okay is right. how I would look at it. I'll do it. that. Fine. Fine. Right? You convinced me. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, you do it great. So just breathe and do it. You know what you're doing. My friend said this to me on the phone the other day. It sounds like you know what to do. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> God, you're right. You're right. Okay. Now, the factors outside of your control, external factors, happen to be the two of diamonds. Okay. Now, this is. Okay, so the diamonds are practicalities and material world. This is your home life, your work life, sometimes school, the day-to-day kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. And
0: the two is balance. So outside of your control is actually the balance of all of these things. Now, balance is not stillness. Balance Mm -hmm. is the point between the two forces that is in flux as they have to balance out. So it it I'm might feel like, well, because it's not necessarily stability either. Balance is like, well, actually, I wouldn't say any more than that. Then balance is out of your control. The balance, when it comes to your home life and work life, is not necessarily in your control. What you know how to do is move yeah. through it.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, that definitely that definitely resonates in a big way because my entire industry has been sort of stilted and or just straight up shut down by the pandemic. And so there is so much balance that like, I've never felt so bored. I've (laughs) never had, I've never had so little control over how much I'm working, how much um, I'm actually doing on the day to day. and, And the balance feels crazy. And then there are days when I feel so overwhelmed by work, Um, because it's all coming in at once that like I can't it's so weird it's so weird where I'm like I just there are so many more days where I wish I had something to do a kitchen to deep clean or something like that and I just (laughs) wish it was work and I don't have any control over it right now
0: I mean this is the truth though and I feel like I mean it's true for me i'm over here trying to create work and then i exhaust myself yes (laughs) i feel like i'm pushing all these giant rocks uphill and i'm like you know what y'all can just stay there i'm gonna sit down
1: (laughs) you're gonna watch some pen 15 yeah
0: right i'm gonna go watch my pen 15 also i was trying to watch woke but i I keep i really want to pay attention to it on the hulus did you watch hot dog yet Oh my God, backs.
1: Matt Rogers is one of my best friends in the entire world. You got to get him on this pod. He would He love- was! <laughs> he was, oh. Yes, yes.
0: Listen, we had a good time. We had a Kiki. I realized that I had blocked him on Twitter at one time, and <laughs> anyway, I apologize for it. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds absolutely correct. Right. I mean, I get in my feelings. And mm-hmm. I watched Hot Dog, and I am obsessed. I love the show. I love the detective. Yes. It's all these little dogs and big dogs. I'm a fan. I'm really here for it. I was mad that it was only six episodes. Well, there's six more coming, babe. You better support your friend like that. You better no. know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. The next card for you is the hope and the fear card. I usually find when I do these for individuals privately that this card is like the reason for the whole reading. Okay. And hope and fear, I describe it for everyone, is about the same thing. Just different sides of the perspective and experience. OK So I use money as the example, I tell everybody, and it goes like this. We all know what it's like to say, "I hope I have enough money, I hope I can save some money, I hope I can pay my bills." The other side of that is, "I'm afraid I don't have enough money, I'm afraid I can't save any money, afraid I can't pay my bills." It's about the exact same thing, just the other side of the experience and degree of the perspective.
1: I am literally, you asked me to think about something before we started the reading to mm-hmm. hold something in my mind. And it's so funny. This is like, is this the last card? or like, Well, there's two, there's two more. Oh, okay. Well, in any case, this, I mean, this speaks to what I was like holding in my yeah, head that's... because I, I, it's, I'm so... Um, I'm so. I've always been career focused. I've always been career obsessed to the detriment of my personal relationships and my and my personal life. And I don't know. I've been feeling like a failure for the last year or so, and or I guess like yeah, just about a year. And um, there's a lot of like it's a lot of like I hope I can accomplish X, but that is turning into I f- I'm afraid that I'll never accomplish X. Yes, and that is really that's really hard for me to sort of and then be stuck in this pandemic. To have those feelings before the pandemic and then to be stuck in them now is so is so difficult and it's such a balance that it was like I, I, I need to, you know, it's so funny. Like I talk about it in therapy all the time and it's, uh, this card echoes what my therapist said, your explanation of it echoes what mm-hmm. my therapist said, which is like turning those I fear statements into I hope statements instead is so, yes is, is such a turnaround and can be so helpful to your well, mental health. Another general. way to look
0: at it as well. I mean, I haven't actually told you what the card is yet, but another way to look at it is, I mean, I do this for myself. Like, I had a kidney scare and I had to have surgery on my kidneys and everything during this pandemic, and I was so worried about it. And I was taking all these vitamins and drinking my apple cider vinegar and everything because I was, like, panicked. Like, oh, shit, this is going to be awful. And then I went, hold on. The reason I'm taking these vitamins, the reason I'm drinking gallons of lemon water a day is not because I'm afraid of something. It is because I care about my health. It's because I care. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I care so much, it turns into fear of not caring enough. And there's like that weird line that you don't even know you're cross until it's, oh, shit, (laughs) Bill.
1: Now entering, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, but for you, your hope, I will say it's your hope. Your hope is this here card, and it is the five of hearts. Okay, so when it comes to emotions and feelings, relationships, emotional intelligence, emotional awareness... This five says that your hope is to get back on track. Your hope is that disturbance to shift it up, shake it up, get back on track, and keep moving forward
1: with the original purpose, if that makes sense. And thank you. That's the Wellbutrin, babe. That's that's (laughs) (laughs) nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was me saying okay let's get on this antidepressant and let's go i have things to write i have things to do i have right. podcasts to record with vicky box i cannot be a dud <laughs> i cannot be boring i cannot be this like like sl- like feeling like i'm you know trying to make jokes but just wading through sludge every day that is like all of it all of it was this that's the, the decision I made when I said I'm I got to take it. care of myself.
0: I'm I'm very here for it. But also, like, I'm just going to say be kind to my friend because now we friends. Be kind to my friend, Joel, okay. because you've been through a lot, bitch. OK, be kind to yourself. Yeah. The, who's judging you? Ain't nobody paying your bills. You said you've been independent. Who's judging you? Yeah. You be kind to yourself. Let me get to the last card because we are running out of time. So but that's also my fault because my ass was late. So for you. This last card is a possibility, a potential, a probability that's out there. It is upside down. So I would tell you that if you wanted this, you can go after it. Okay. And it's just a little bit of work and you'll get there. It's in your field of possibility. Okay. I call this the final outcome, the final destination card. It's the four of spades. Bitch, this... Shit. The four is stability and the spades are thinking and communication. So I'm... I'm going to say that that's correct I'm just going to say
1: that it's (laughs) You really tied a fucking bow At the end of this reading girl You really did it You really did that Like this is the arc of this conversation To end there After all of the shit that we've been talking about Could not have asked for a better outcome Could not have asked for a better reading
0: Hey this is why I asked for the most benevolent outcome I don't know how we're going to get there But we get there
1: You did it Thank you for asking that (laughs) <laughs> yes. Thank you for doing me that solid I'm, gonna t- I'm moving away from this conversation this, I've never have been changed by a podcast But here I am <laughs> And you know it's really, it's really lucky for me Because my therapist took the week off this week So I didn't have a session And so right. I'm, I'm saying the universe sent y- this podcast recording my way as a, re- I'm here as, for it. as a replacement for it Listen I also really love therapy
0: I think that everyone could use a little bit of therapy yes. Now therapy comes in many forms it's not all talk therapy. Sometimes you got to do some other stuff. It's it, there's, around. You can paint. You can do whatever you need to do. But therapy, I believe, is part of healing. So I mm-hmm. think everybody should get into some therapy. What I will do, Joe, if, if you don't mind, before you nope. go, would you like to draw three cards for me and it'll be my past, present, and future? Yes, I would love that. Okay. So I'm shuffling very quickly. And then... You can tell me to like go up a couple, go down a couple, and then that's ones I'll use.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Here's the deck, so you could see her. Would you like me to go up, down, in the middle? What's going let's on? Let's
1: go down first. Okay. And then. How many? Just one. Oh, just great. And then that's my pass card. Let's do two from the top.
0: Okay, that's going to be my present card.
1: And And then where would you like me to go? One smack dab in the middle. We're going to go right there. Okay.
0: All right. Well, shockingly, in my past, (laughs) it says the eight of spa days. So, yes, I'm going to say yes, because this is a movement when it comes to thinking and communication. Mm -hmm. There has been a bunch of it. Just okay. a ton of movement. And, like, to the point of I have a lot of shit to say, <laughs> but I also, there's it's a lot a going on in my head, like, yep. at all times. And it's very wild because I feel like this is a recent thing in my life where it just feels like it's just flowing. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a lot. This is why I tell people I'm I'm a lot. And I know it. Now, for my present card, you chose the <gasps> two of spa days. So this is balance when it comes to thinking and communication, and it is upside down. So this means I have an opportunity to find that balance. You know, maybe I should focus on
1: that. Maybe you were, though. Maybe that's deep cleaning the kitchen before you sit on your couch. That's the balance. (laughs) Maybe. maybe There's also
0: a lot. See, I used to be one of those people. What I miss about performing is cussing people out regularly. Hmm. I really miss having a microphone and cussing everybody out and getting paid to do it.
1: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I haven't cussed
0: anybody out. So the only person I cuss out now is myself. (laughs) It's not as much fun.
1: (laughs) Get on Instagram Live. Go live with whoever wants to go live with you and just cuss them out. You know, this this might be fun. This this could be fun. There's where your balance comes, bitch.
0: Yes! (laughs) Okay, and then my future card is actually... The six of hearts, which I feel is lovely because the six of hearts is harmony when it comes to your emotional awareness. So my emotional spirit, my friendships and relationships, that would be lovely. That would be lovely. I'm, I'm kind of here for that.
1: Good.
0: <laughs> this you is a finally, great journey.
1: You make up with Willem.
0: I mean, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we, we've already kind of made it up, okay, weirdly good. enough. Like, I thought we were never going to talk
1: again. Hopefully this podcast doesn't dream. So. There's that. Okay. We, well, there's that.
0: All right, Mr. Joel, will you go ahead and tell everybody? Because I feel like now's the time. Tell them where they can find more of your stuff and consume
1: yeah, you. Yeah, you can find me on all socials at I Hate Joel Kim, and I post about everything that I'm doing there. So you can you follow me. Go search my YouTube. Do whatever you yes. need to do to put a put a face
0: to this. Gorgeous voice I mean you are Very good looking So people need They need to know That you are Not only are you brilliant And you're going through A lot emotionally You have a depth of
1: soul You also have A good ass looking face (laughs) (laughs) Oh some people Can't have it all Emotional problems And beautiful (laughs) face
0: now, I feel like I should also remind the people that if you're not following us over on Instagram yet, please take the time now to do so. Go to Doing Great Pod over on Instagram and give us a follow. You know, you can comment over there. Sometimes I'll be in the comments causing the ruckus. Sometimes I don't. But more importantly, please make sure that you subscribe to this shit. And if your friends haven't heard us yet, go ahead and tell your friends to listen to us. If you are already subscribed to us and stuff, go on to the iTunes and give us five stars because you love the show. And if you didn't love the show, I hope that you did not like it enough to give us five hate stars. And then comment on there because I will read your comments on the show. Today's comment is from, God damn it, Clementine, how you say this name? Today's comment is from UHFJYH.
1: <laughs> that doesn't, I don't think that is it, pronounceable. I mean, hoofed <sighs> you. Sounds like how you pronounce my name at the beginning
0: of the podcast. Honestly, <laughs> I used okay before I read this comment. I used to get in so much trouble when I would host shows because I would be lit as a tech and people's name coming up next. Here's <laughs> Jimin. <laughs> <laughs> you all know her as Crystal <laughs> regularly. Okay, it's not my fault. I just ADD. Okay, from Have Jimin. U H. I'm gonna say it again. U H F J Y H. listen i love this podcast period vicky is such an entertaining and insightful podcast host thank you through her readings and personal storytelling i somehow feel like i'm learning about myself and my tendencies hearing some of my thoughts reasoned out yes girl that's the point i am a fellow cancer baby after all girl as as an astrologer not girl you need to say all that okay I look forward to this podcast every week and now say, doing great, in Vicky's voice every time I say it out loud. Oh, also, Vicky's one-sentence prayer has been so helpful in my anxiety-filled quarantine life. Fuck yes. Anyway, this review has been all over the place, but I'm doing great anyway, and you will be too if you listen. (laughs) That was fun. This
1: is a good one. Okay, Joe, you have been a pure joy. Thank you for being here today. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for having me. Like I said, would not be talking to anybody else. And you replaced my therapist so well. Well, i be here if you need to yell at me every- any
0: other time. You, you, we could find each okay. other home.
1: And I'm here. If you want to cuss me out, you okay, can do that, Okay, I'll snap too. you out of the boredom. I'll cuss your ass out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'm Vicky Box, and I hope you are doing great. We did it.